Hello there, I hope you're well. Right, I thought I'd do a little podcast on phonics in MFL. Now, when I say MFL, I'm really talking about French teaching. Um, obviously, it'd be a bit different if you're teaching another language. Um, hmm. I think people can be too heavy-handed with phonics in MFL. Um, I think a lot of people saw what we did at Michaela and possibly misinterpreted that as well. Phonics, what do I do? Well, I, I do use the written word as a springboard for everything. I don't use pictures. I use the written word for everything. I want them to see the English. I want to see the French. I do use parallel text. So the English is on the left. The target language is on the right. And the way I lay out text as well is it's really simple. So it would be uh, the year next, l'année dernière, on one line. And the next on the line, it might be I went, I might even tell them, I am gone, or gone ed, suis-elle. So everything, it's really, it corresponds. It's really impossible to misunderstand. I make everything super transparent. Uh, but the words themselves, when I'm looking at phonics, uh, what I start off with, I, I say to them, look, the French language is really simple. There's only 26 letters in the alphabet. How hard can it be? And the French keep using the same letters all the time. And then I'll come across stuff and I'll go, oh, look at that. It's an EU word. You're going to see thousands of words with EU. It's an AU word. You're going to say thousands of words with AU. Oh, it's an IE word. It's an EUR word. It's the vowel combinations, the double letters, triple letters, vowel combinations that I look at a lot. But I'm not going here a list of patterns you are going to look for. It would be too much information all at once. I go, oh, that's a simple word. I tell you what, you know how we cuddle everything. So we count the number of letters, we underline the vowel combinations. Again, I'm looking at the phonics on it's the vowel combinations. We double underline our double letters. We uh, link our, um, well, sorry, we dot our silent letters. That's a C-U-D-D. We make a liaison links between those words that, uh, that merge together, the liaison, and we exaggerate accents. I'm, all I'm doing is getting them to pay attention to the detail. It's really simple, but it's not heavy-handed. So, yeah, you give them some text. You've got the English on one side, you've got the French on the other, and we cuddle the text. So make sure that when you're creating text, there's lots of white space to allow kids space to, uh, to, to annotate, yeah? So, yeah, underlining the vowel combinations, double, triple vowels, those high-frequency vowel combinations. You're dotting your silent letters, you're... And double underline your double letters, you're marking your little liaison. Uh, it, it just makes everything super simple and very, very... And because they've developed that, that attention to detail, very soon they don't need you to even narrate that for them. Now, I like to narrate it for them. I get through it quickly that way. I build up those habits. I can get them to do it individually or independently of me. But then I quite like to get... You know, I like to lead them through it. So your rulers on your page, your line number one, right? I know. Shuizeli on Shuizeli. It's two letters, four letters, four letters. That must be a man's written it. If a girl had written it, be five letters. What would be the extra letter? Thank you very much. Uh, can you say on Shuizeli? Can you underline single underline the U I, please? Can you put a liaison between the S and the A on Shuizeli? Can you double underline the double L, please? Can you exaggerate that accent aigu? And they get used to that, you know, um, I don't know, Shuizeli au cinéma, cinéma au cinéma, underline the AU, you're going to see millions of words with AU. On Shuizeli, you're going to see millions of words with you and I. What an easy language. 
Je suis allé au cinéma avec mes copains, mes copains, can you put a little dot on that S on me, it's a three-letter word, copains at seven letters, because it's plural, can you underline the A and I, you're going to see, actually you can see loads of words with A and I, you're going to see loads of words with I and N as well. Again, I'm just selling to them how predictable and transparent the word is, or the language is. So that's the phonics, really. You know, I just you're dotting those silent letters because it's the silent letters that they find really hard. Um, you're underlining the vowel combinations because it's they're very high frequency. Those vowel combinations. You're marking all those liaisons, which again is great for their pronunciation. Uh, and, and you're making just everything really simple. And you're telling them, look. The French don't need to cuddle their work, but we do it because we're just learning. After a while, you won't need to do it either. But it's you're developing that attention to detail. Why do we use that dodgy English? Why do we use those initial... Um, you know, we, why do we say things like, I've done, not I did. I deliberately go, I've done, I've played, I've walked, I've talked, even I am gone it. What are you on about? So I am gone it. But the French are really saying, I am gone it. And that's a bit weird, isn't it? Because gone it is almost, it's almost like an adjective, isn't it? So it's, je suis, je suis allé. Um, you know, I've swimmed. What are you on about? Yeah, I know that we don't really say I've swimmed, do they? But that ED in English is like, eux sont aigus. So I'm, I've got to make it memorable. I've got to sell to them. This is winnable. Remember, they might only see you twice a week. You might think French Jesus is the most important thing on the planet. It really isn't to them. It's just one of the many subjects they're obliged to study. And they probably don't see the point of it either. So the point of it, how I sell it to them is, I can make you remember this stuff really easy and be good at this stuff really easily. That's another reason why I always go back to that past reasons, opinions, future subjunctive, first person singular focus. That's where you start from. That's where you start from. And you build from there. And you're getting their passive vocabulary. Uh, what they understand becomes stronger and wider and more secure. And then it grows their active vocabulary, what they can say and what they can write. But again, I'm trying to get them to be really repetitive. So when I'm getting them to write, I use lots of translation sentences, guide, guided translations. And then when I want to do the more open-ended stuff, I say you must include these structures. So those, you know, the, the core structures that I want them to know really well, I'm obliging them to practice and practice and practice the same structures so they're overlearning. And that's how you remember stuff, by practicing, 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 but not overloading them. I want them to overlearn, as in practice lots, very similar structures again and again with slight changes. Um, so nothing's too taxing. Everything's, again, it's winnable. You can go, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Step by step, I can take this. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to guess at stuff. That's the thing about the phonics again, isn't it? I don't want them guessing. That's why we do the uh, the cuddles. Because when you cuddles, when you use cuddles, and you're dotting your silent letters, and you're double underlining your double letters, and you're mocking your liaison, and so on, you don't have to guess. There you go. So that's my take on phonics. Don't be too heavy-handed. Do start with um, the vowel combinations. Uh, and they're so simple. Isn't it? You know, it's A-I and A-U and E-U and oh, it just goes on. It's just, it's only half a dozen of them and they're, they're, they're simple. And do make a point of marking your liaison um, and then say, look, you sound really good when you get those right and you sound a bit posh as well in French. Uh, make a point of all those silent letters and you're just demystifying the language. And again, the literal translation, it all works together because you're showing kids to deconstruct and reconstruct language. Um, so there you go. So that's my take on phonics. A short one, really, because phonics in French is really simple. It, none of it's complicated, as long as you don't labour it too much. It's like grammar. 
I wouldn't do over the top. Today we're doing the perfect tense. It's just too much information. There you go. Maybe look at grammar on another, another one. Because I see it's another thing I see people getting wrong. Because you're trying to teach too much all at once. It's decontextualized and it's really hard to remember as a consequence. Uh, and you can get them to be really good at grammar exercises, but can they then transfer it to when they're doing their own translation sentences or more open-ended? Often they can't. Uh, again, if you can look at full verb paradigms, which I don't really, um, I would start with first person singular, second person think singular, third person singular, and then third person plural, because they often sound very, very similar. Or Another thing they get wrong all the time, why not look at, if you want to show them third person plural, go, ils ont, ils sont, ils font, ils vont. It's one letter different, one letter different. You've got that nice little liaison there with ils ont, but again, it's that the exception that proves the rule. So look for the patterns in the language. Don't necessarily be heavy on phonics, but say, hey, there are a lot... French language, keep repeating themselves all the time. I'm going to show you the patterns. Once you learn the patterns, you'll see there's no such thing as a new word in French. Every word is just reciting the same old patterns. Hopefully that helps. All right. And um, I hope you enjoy that. If you're interested in MFL CPD with me, could be online or it could be me coming into school and teaching your kids. You get some time off timetable. I can sit and talk to you and go through my resources and my ideas, share lots of those with you. Uh, and how I do the layout, how I, how uh, the topics I choose, how I do it, how I recycle stuff to get it to embed that memory focus, um, and I look at you know your current resources and how you can use them, but maybe use them more effectively. And again, you know, I'm happy to go in a room, take your classes, teach your kids, and demonstrate how I get more energy out of them, and especially on the spoken stuff, because uh, I want them to have good accents and I want them to sound confident when they're speaking. There you go. Right. Or you might fancy uh, whole school. Whole school inset with me is about culture and about behavior. And it could be whole school. I often do a five day stint in a school. I spend a lot of time with the head teacher then, um, looking at all the systems of the school to make everybody's life easier. Uh, but if I did that five day stint, usually I don't spend much time with the MFL department because I don't want my presence to be thrust upon them and they'd be pressed ganged. But if the MFL department and the head are happy, then I'm happy to spend a lot of time working on culture, behaviour across the school. But I could spend more time with the MFL department. But the MFL department have got to be up for it. I don't want them to be, oh, we've got Barry Smith, you know, the head go, oh, we've got Barry Smith, and tell you what, we'll get you know more, more value for money if we put him in loads of French lessons. Well, only if the French department wants it. Because uh, nobody likes to be, as I say, press ganged. All right, so get in touch. Uh, DM me if you fancy CPD with me. Cheers, bye.